Entrepreneur on Fire 426. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Looking for additional legal services to meet all your needs as an entrepreneur or startup company? Walker Corporate Law helps with everything from licensing agreements to terms of service and privacy policies. Contact the founder, Scott, at walkercorporatelaw.com. What I love about audiobooks.com is their free sampling. You can preview as many books as you like before you even sign up. Get started today with a free book by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Natalie McNeil. Natalie, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite, John. Yes. yes. <laughs> Prepare for ignition. <laughs> Prepare for ignition. <laughs> Natalie is an Emmy award-winning media producer and creator of SheTakesOnTheWorld.com. For the last four years, She Takes On The World has been listed by Forbes.com as one of the top 100 websites for women, although this is not a no boys allowed community at all. Natalie's last project is The Conquer Club, a system and ecosystem for entrepreneurs who want to reach the 1 million revenue mark. Just rose my hand, Natalie. I just given our listeners a little overview. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, well, thank you for that introduction. And thank you so much for having me here. I'm just so excited. I love this podcast. I love what you're doing. And I'm really thrilled to be here today. So I started She Takes on the World as my, I call it an accidental business because I was quite happy working as a producer and working in media and marketing. And it just sort of took on a life of its own. And I really felt like I had to honor that momentum and do something about it. And that's how it became my main business. And so here I am today with She Takes on the World and the Conquer Club, uh, which you mentioned in the intro and that I raised a round of funding for in order to create. But I I think you've said enough. So we can dive into delivering some value-packed content <laughs> to the community. I don't like to talk about myself too much. <laughs> well, you are so humble, Natalie. But I do want to know a little personal stuff about you, maybe a little bit about what you have going on with friends, family, and even more so appealing to me is this crazy trip you just went on. What's up with that? Yeah, I travel a lot. And I think that's one of the really cool things about being an entrepreneur and creating location independence in your business. I've been to, I think I've just hit around 80 countries. My goal was to do 100 countries by 2016, which is going to be my 30th birthday. So that's been what I've been working towards. And I just came back from an amazing, epic trip to Asia. I did Thailand, Cambodia, China, and Bali. And Bali was, I mean, all of the places were amazing, but Bali is one of those places I've wanted to go for a really long time and that people thought I was going to absolutely love. And I really did. I was approaching a point in my business because we've had some really big launches this year. Um, I did a, an ebook. I did the Conquer Club. I did a huge 
event with thousands of people. And I was just really tired and burnt out. And Bali made me fall madly in love with my business and my life again. And that's what I love about traveling. Recharging those batteries. It's so critical for every entrepreneur to avoid that burnout. So I want to dive way more into your mindset of the whole entrepreneurial journey. But before we do, Natalie, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. And I know that you have a great mantra for us. So take it away. Yeah. So there's so many success quotes that I absolutely love that adorn my office that I'm looking at right now (laughs) and that I think a lot of people have heard before, though. So I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach. And I have a daily meditation practice, John, and I don't think it's a coincidence that many of the most successful people on the planet meditate. Um, from hip hop mogul Russell Simmons, billionaire Richard Branson, the queen of media Oprah Winfrey. And I really think that there's a, a common thread there. So one of my daily mantras that I incorporate into my morning meditation is from Deepak Chopra's seven spiritual laws of success. And the mantra is, relinquish your attachment to the outcome and embrace uncertainty. And for me, I'm like a super type A perfectionist planner, but I also think it's really important to stay open to being pulled in a completely different direction in your business and your life. And I mean, sometimes an opportunity just comes along that you couldn't plan for, kind of like how She Takes on the World Inc. became a business in the first place. And I kind of think that you just have to honor that. So, um, In the book, Deepak Chopra says, you don't need to have a complete and rigid idea of what you'll be doing next week or next year, because if you have a very clear idea of what's going to happen and you get rigidly attached to it, then you shut out a whole range of possibilities. So my mantra is just, you know, to have a plan for my business, but to continuously surrender it and stay open to unexpected opportunities and surprises that come my way. And that's what I would encourage all of you listening to try as well, especially if you're like me and you're really like type A, got to plan everything, super organized entrepreneurial personality. Oh, and that is me in a nutshell, Natalie. It comes from my time as an officer in the U.S. Army, and it's bowed me well in many of my different ventures, and even with Entrepreneur on Fire, but those two key words at the end of your mantra, the embrace uncertainty, until I was able to do that, I wasn't able to break through some self-emplaced barriers that I had. So I really want the listeners to focus on those two words, embrace uncertainty, because they are so powerful. And Natalie, I want to embrace uncertainty here because I don't really know what story you're going to tell, but I really want you to tell a story that makes us, the listeners, feel like we're there with you. When you failed, when you faced a major obstacle or challenge at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So take us there. Tell us that failure and the lessons you learned. Yeah, I think one of the biggest stings for me as an entrepreneur was with one of my first businesses. And it was a media and marketing agency. I started it with a small group of partners which is never a good idea, by the way, John. And (laughs) I was really excited about it because I thought that our collective efforts could build something really big and really successful. And it was at a time when I had decided to make it on my own instead of getting a real job. And I know a lot of us have probably been there or may even be there right now. And 
I was absolutely terrified to fail because so many people told me that I shouldn't do it. So it's not that I was necessarily afraid to fail, but I was more afraid of what everyone else would think if I failed. So we spent a few months working with a few clients and As we started doing that, I was seeing more and more issues come up and my partners and I weren't on the same page. We made a lot of mistakes in terms of just not sharing the same vision and making sure that we were on the same page when we did start. And some of us (laughs) were doing a lot more work than others. And I just think that overall expectations hadn't been clearly defined. And my gut feeling was that I should just get out of it, drop all partners, don't even worry about working with partners and do this whole media and marketing thing, which is the industry I wanted to be in, but do it on my own. But again, I was afraid of what everyone else was going to think if it didn't work out because I had been so excited and telling everyone about it. And it was just like crushing to think of having to go to those people and be like, yeah, it didn't work out and I'm doing something on my own now. So I ended up sticking around longer than I should because of that fear. And I actually think a lot of us do that. (laughs) We feel like we should get out of something or our gut feeling tells us one thing, but we stick around. And I feel like usually it is because of other people's opinions. So after having that nagging gut feeling for a few months, I finally had the difficult meeting with these partners. And I told them that I thought it was best that we dissolve this business and went off and did our own things. And it was really difficult because it was pretty bad for our personal relationships. And some of these people had been very close to me before we went into business, which is another lesson that I learned that getting into business with friends or family members or someone who you have a very close relationship to is something you should consider very, very carefully because I care so much about personal relationships. And unfortunately, personal relationships were somewhat severed (laughs) through that failure. So In the end, it did end up failing. We dissolved the business. I got a ton of I told you so looks from the people who told me not to do it in the first place. But, you know, my world didn't come crashing down around me and it stung a little. But I think it was really important for me to just see that I would be okay, and that, you know, it doesn't mean that it's the end of, of one thing. It can mean the beginning of something new as well if you approach it that way. So. I ended up being all right. And being out of that partnership is what led me into the opportunity to have my other media agency, which I did end up having with one other partner only. And uh, he wasn't a partner that was in that original business. And having that allowed me to work on a lot of really great projects with amazing people, allowed me to win that Emmy. So I really believe that everything happens for a reason. But by far the biggest lesson that I learned is the importance of choosing your co-founders and partners very wisely. Because I see people all the time, whether you have an online business, and I see this a lot in online business world or even in person, that people have partners in their business. And sometimes it's just a matter of like meeting somebody at an event and saying, Hey, you know, we, we really have complementary skills. And if we put our collective efforts together and shared our resources with both of our audiences, we can grow so much bigger. And that can be true in a lot of situations. But I think it's really wise to go through more of like a trial partnership where you're still running your own companies, maybe as a, a joint venture 
but you have the right contracts in place and you work together just to see if things are are working for you and to see if you're a good fit to work together because a partnership is a marriage and it should be treated that way. And the other lesson that I learned is just to trust my gut. Like there were so many times on that journey when things didn't feel right and I just ignored it and kept hustling anyways. And when something doesn't feel right, you should always take the time to explore that and figure out why and then realign with your intuition. Because I think intuition can be the most powerful business partner that you have. Totally agree, Natalie. And I resonate with that journey so well because as entrepreneurs, we start our journey full of passion, full of gusto. And we have people around us who usually have our best interests at mind, really warn us against going down that road. And we like to go to bed at night with a smile on our face, dreaming of that time we're going to be able to look at them and say, see, I told you I was right. This was an amazing idea. And look what happened. And the other end of that is the terrifying moment of having to go and say, yeah, you guys were actually right. It didn't work. And seeing that smug look when you know that they still didn't really get and understand your vision in the first place. Exactly. And it sucks when people around you, people that you really care about, question what you're doing and don't believe in you and don't believe in your idea or the opportunities that you have. Like that really, really sucks. And I think that's why winning the Emmy was a really great feeling, not because I needed an award or external recognition, just it just allowed me to go to those people and say, you know, it's working out. You can, you can shut up with all the negativity and the comments that you've been throwing at me. Like I am making it on my own. And so that felt really good. Absolutely. And I know I went through some very similar challenges with Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, so many of my friends, family, and colleagues had never heard of a podcast. I mean, still one out of every two people in the world <laughs> has not heard of a podcast, which is really exciting in the reality of things because that's great for growth potential. But my parents had two totally different reactions. My dad was, John, that's not a good idea. You should stick with the plan. Keep going forward. But my mother, you know, I was able to look at her and say, Mom, if you trust me, you'll trust in the fact that I really believe this is a good idea and something that I want to go after. And she looked back at me and she said, you know what, John, I do trust you. And that's the kind of support that I want the listeners to realize that you should be giving to others who are coming to you with ideas that, you know what, you may not understand the idea or understand the direction, but if you love and trust in that person, then give them that support that they need at that very fragile moment. And Natalie, what I want to do right now is go to the other end of the spectrum because you shared with us that failure and that obstacle you had to overcome with partners and with just not being able to fulfill your dreams in that first venture. But let's go to an aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey and tell us again that story. Really take us there and tell us the steps that you took to turn that moment into success. Well, for me, I was actually really torn on even starting a business in the first place versus getting a real job. I mean, I felt like I was meant to be an entrepreneur, but as I went through middle school and then high school and then into the beginning days of university, a lot of my guidance counselors and, you know, they give you these career advisors <laughs> in school and they started to tell me, ah, you know, not really the best idea to start your own business. You should definitely get work experience first. And so all these people who 
I kind of trusted because I'm like, okay, they're, they're career advisors. They know what they're doing. And there was one time when I was given this career, it was called a career cruiser software. And it was supposed to help you figure out exactly what you're meant to be doing. And no word of a lie, number one was lawyer, but number two was actually being part of the circus for me. And I'm like, what? I mean, I could see lawyer maybe, but as soon as it said that I could potentially be a member of a, of a circus, I should have known <laughs> that it probably wasn't going to be the best software telling me what I should do. So for a while, <laughs> I thought I would be a lawyer and I was really, really torn between going to law school and starting a business. So in order to get some clarity, I went on a trip to Europe. I think traveling for everyone listening, traveling is the best way to get clarity and to just step outside your comfort zone and give yourself time and space to figure out what it is you want to do and just spend time with yourself and journaling and exploring. And so for me, I found myself in the Czech Republic and I was listening to this song by David Guetta called The World Is Mine. Have you heard that song before, John? I have. It's like some oomph, oomph dance music. <laughs> I love it. Um, and at the same moment that I was listening to that song, I drove by a giant globe that was two stories high, I still have the photo on my website and in my book. And it said, the world is yours. <laughs> like, this was, in my opinion, the biggest sign the universe could have given me at the time. And in that moment, like, that was the biggest aha moment I think I've ever had still to this day in my life. And that's when I knew I needed to follow my heart and start a business. It's where the seed of inspiration was planted for she takes on the world.com. And in that moment, I just made a silent promise to myself to make it happen and take one step every single day to build the life that I want to be living and to build the business that I had wanted to create pretty much ever since I was a little girl with a lemonade stand. And I have just been keeping that promise to myself ever since. That was like five or six years ago now. And every day when I wake up, I kind of go back to that. And I just say to myself, you know, today's another day and it's another day to get one step closer to where I want to be. And, you know, not every day is rainbows and butterflies and I don't get some amazingly huge opportunity every day, but I do something. And I think that's what really matters is if you feel like you're spinning your wheels or you feel stuck or you feel like things aren't progressing as fast as you want them to be. I think that we've all been there and you just need to say one step at a time. And even the biggest things that have happened to me in my business since have just been little things that snowball into the really big things. So that is, John, my my biggest aha moment. And I still get goosebumps when I share that story because right. in that moment, like the air sucked out of my <laughs> lungs and I just I just knew in that moment, everything felt aligned and I felt like I was exactly where I needed to be. So Natalie, in just one sentence, boil it down for Fire Nation, one lesson that you want us to walk away from this segment. I want you to know that you are exactly where you need to be and learning the lessons that you need to be learning in whatever situation that you're in right now. I think it's really important that we keep that in mind. Every situation is just a new opportunity to learn and to grow. 
So Natalie, you have a lot of exciting things going on, which is why I want to bring this interview to present times to today. The Conquer Club, other things that you have going on, I'm really interested in. Can you just take a moment and share with us, with Fire Nation, what really is exciting you today? Yeah. So 18 months ago, I took a really big step in my business and I raised a round of funding and it's not something a lot of entrepreneurs do. And it's something even fewer women entrepreneurs do. So that was really cool for me. And I did that because the dream for where I wanted to take She Takes on the World, which was building out the Conquer Club, was bigger than my bank account at the time, even though I was doing pretty well. And raising funding gave me that like turning pro mindset switch. If you've ever read um, Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield and just put me in the state of mind of, you know, I've got to make this happen. Not that I didn't have that before, but it sort of took me to a level of feeling much more serious about my business and what I was creating. So Ever since then, since 18 months ago, I've been building out our flagship product, the Conquer Club, which is an online and in-person community. And seriously, it is the most exciting thing in my business and my life right now, because every day I'm seeing new people make these new connections. And the cool thing about creating a community, and it's the same with your community, John, I'm sure, it just takes on a life of its own. It has an energy of, a, of its own and people connect and they do cool things together. And for me, I think it was just starting to see everything come together. And what excites me the most in any business or venture that I'm doing is when you're fiercely focusing on creating all these little puzzle pieces. And then the day comes when you get to put all those pieces together and see the hard work pay off. And now that the pieces are put together, I get to focus on the growth and marketing and experimenting with different advertising campaigns. And that is the funnest part of any venture or passion project for me. So I'm just so excited to be where I am right now because I'm doing what is the best part for me of running my business. So let's do just a little dive into the Conquer Club. What is it all about? Yeah. So the Conquer Club is really meant to give people the focus and the mentorship that they need to do big things in their business. And I always say I want to be working with people who want to reach the $1 million mark in business. So maybe it's not something you want to do right now, um, but the majority of entrepreneurs and even more women entrepreneurs 75% in fact of women entrepreneurs, and it's not much lower for men never get past the $50,000 mark annually in their business. So I want to help people blow that <laughs> blow that ceiling out of the water and just create really big things doing what they love. So part of that is that I'm working towards the million dollar mark in my own business over the next 24 months. And the Concrete Club is meant to give people access to my team and show them what I'm doing to get there and say, you know, Here's here's my lawyer. Feel free to ask him the questions that you have. Here's one of my strategists and mentors. What questions do you have for them? How can we help you to walk this journey with me? So I want people to be to be going there with me and feeling like they have that entire supportive community that I have as well. Because if I can do it, anyone can do it. I don't have anything special or, or more than what anyone else can have access to if that's what they want. And so that's what I wanted to do with the Conquer Club. 
Except you have an Emmy. That's special. <laughs> I do have an Emmy. But John, you live in California. Everyone in California has an Emmy, right? <laughs> I don't have an Emmy. I want an Emmy. <laughs> well, you might just, I mean, a podcast category would be a great addition to the Emmys. I'll have to put that through. I actually had the privilege of serving on the jury this year as oh. well. I was asked to be on the jury, which was... I think actually cooler than winning the Emmy. I'm like, what? I get to be a juror for the Emmy? So <laughs> maybe I'll request that they need a podcast category and then maybe you can get one too. And we'll have a little Emmy party. Awesome. Well, we do have an incredibly awesome podcast awards where Entrepreneur on Fire was nominated as one of the I know. top Congratulations. Seven. So we're so excited about that. And those awards are taking place in Vegas in January at a conference that's massive for all social media. So that'll be a blast. But Natalie, so exciting. just the world of entrepreneurship is so exciting and what you're doing with the Conquer Club is so exciting. And those numbers that you're sharing, they really aren't that exciting that over 75% of female and close to males as well never break that 50,000 annual mark when it really is such a mindset thing and it's such a limiting belief that's holding them yeah. back from breaking through those barriers. And with Entrepreneur on Fire, we just had a six-figure month because we focus every single day about not having a limiting mindset belief and not letting that hold us back and instead giving so much value and building an audience that is inspiring just like you've built with the Conquer Club and everything else you've done. So That's amazing. Thank John, you. Congratulations. A six-figure month is woohoo. That is something to be proud of. We're thrilled. We truly are, Natalie. And we're going to quickly break in here to thank our sponsors. You wouldn't just hire anyone to be your business partner. So why hire just anyone for your legal services? Walker Corporate Law is the firm for you, providing a broad range of corporate legal services to entrepreneurs and startups. What else makes them so great? Every lawyer at Walker Corporate Law has at least 10 to 25 years of experience. So you're not getting set up with some junior lawyer who's still getting on-the-job training. Still not convinced yet? One of their clients, Mighty Text, which recently got a great write-up in TechCrunch, first engaged Walker Corporate Law for the $2,900 all-you-can-eat startup package. They were so happy with the service they received, they then asked Walker Corporate Law for help with their seed financing, and then went back again to help with their stock option plan. Now that's service. So if you want to get to know who will be handling the most important part of your business, contact the founder directly, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. That's scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Do you enjoy consuming audio content? Great offer alert. Audiobooks.com is giving away a free audiobook when you sign up. No strings attached. Audiobooks are one of my favorite things in the entire world because they allow you to listen to great content instantly, no matter where you are. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. If you're not a fan of listening to audio on your smartphone, you can log into audiobooks.com and stream straight from your PC or tablet too. Audiobooks.com has an extensive library with more than 40,000 titles, including bestsellers, new releases, and all of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek and Art of the Start. They also offer membership benefits like an audiobook every month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. Why wait? Get your first book for free today by signing up at audiobooks.com slash fire. 
So what we really need to do now, Natalie, is move into what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round. The lightning round. I love the (laughs) lightning round, too. (laughs) And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Plain and simple, other people. <laughs> that was it. And now on my map, which is like my own personal business vision that I look at daily, I have the Steve Jobs quote, never let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And I think we all need to be reminded of that sometimes. Daily. Love it. What is the best advice you've ever received? One of my mentors told me that the solution to any problem is always right in front of you. So you need to keep your thinking focused on simplicity and don't get complex because when you start getting too complex, you usually end up creating more problems. So the natives say that the cure for any poison or disease in the forest can always be found within a few meters. And I think that that's great business advice too. Love that. Can you share one of your personal habits, Natalie, that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah. So I mentioned that I have a daily meditation practice earlier in the interview. And seriously, it's how I stay focused on what I really want to achieve and keep the stress away and keep my mindset in a success zone. And like you said, John, like having your first six six figure month, which is amazing. It's all mindset. And if you can eliminate those limiting beliefs, and keep them at bay, I know that there's absolutely nothing that you can't do too. So my meditation practice really allows me to do that and to set myself up for success. Well, you have a little treat for Fire Nation, don't you? Don't you have a link for some YouTube videos that we can check that out? Yeah, I've been posting more and more free meditation videos. So if it's something that you want to give a try to, I really recommend it. You can get started in as little as one minute a day. And I have those on my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash she takes on the world. And I think we're going to post that link as well, John, and post the link to some of the specific ones. And I have a free download for you as well. So I really hope that you'll give meditation a try. And I want people to know that it doesn't have to be connected to a spiritual or religious path. Like it is that way for some people, but really meditation is for everyone. So it doesn't have to be. And I'd love for you to try it. Wow. Well, I'm going to try it. Fire Nation. I will let you know how I like it. And we're going to be posting everything that we're talking about at eofire.com slash Natalie McNeil. So Fire Nation, just know it's all going to be there waiting for you. And Natalie, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I know most of the resources that I use daily in my business have already been mentioned (laughs) on Entrepreneur on Fire. So I wanted to share something different with everyone who's listening today. I really think that academicearth.org and MIT OpenCourseWare are really freaking cool. Um, if you don't know what they are, you get to take courses from the top professors on the planet, um, from the top schools in the country and around the world, and it's all free. So you can take these like Harvard business courses with these professors who have, you know, done incredible things and it's 
all there for you. You can take the whole course, watch the lectures, do the homework. So if you've never learned how to negotiate before, there's a course for that. If you don't understand how to read cash flow statements in your business or you don't understand managerial accounting, which kind of sucks, but it's important stuff to know in order to be able to make decisions in your business. So they have you covered for all of that. And I like to try new things outside of business too. So I'll study a language or I'll take a course on something that has absolutely nothing to do with my business, like look at a biology course or <laughs> um, structure of, of like plants and things like that. It's really cool stuff just to to learn and to get your mind out of your business and just thinking about something else and challenging it in a different way. So I really recommend that you uh, check those out. And there's so many courses you can take. And I think it's really cool that education is being opened up in that way. I mean, how exciting of a world do we live in that anybody with an internet connection can dial into these courses? It's exactly amazing. you don't have to pay $60,000 a year to go to Harvard anymore. <laughs> you don't even have to live in the Western Hemisphere to go to Harvard anymore. You can literally exactly. be in some podunk town in Northwestern Africa. And as long as you have internet connection, boom, you're in. Exactly. And I mean, you don't get the degree. And that's what people always say, like, well, you don't get a credit for it. Who cares if you don't get a credit for it? You get to learn whatever you want to learn from one of the top resources in the entire world on that subject. Like, it's just mind blowing. It makes me really, really excited. Perfect. Well, we will have that linked up on the show notes page along with everything else that we're talking about. And again, that's eofire.com slash Natalie McNeil. And Natalie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Yeah. Do you think everyone's read Think and Grow Rich already? That <laughs> Probably. One is, that one is definitely my favorite. I read it at least once a year, usually during the holidays while I'm planning my next year. Um, and I also really love Stephen Pressfield's work, uh, The War of Art and Turning Pro, which I mentioned a little earlier as well. Um, he has a shorter book on Kindle called Do the Work as well. And I find his stuff to be really inspiring and it just makes me want to work. Like I'll read a chapter of one of those books and I'm like, all right, it is time to get stuff done and make stuff happen. So love his work. Natalie, I know that you love Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Have you read or listened to the audiobook of Outwitting the Devil? No, I haven't. And people keep mentioning it to me. You know, when people like when you start hearing something over and over again, you really need to check it out. So yes. that will be my holiday reading for sure. <laughs> you need to. It was for 70 years in the archives and they pulled it out in 2011 and published it. The audio version is amazing. They chose two great people to do um, the audio of that book. I highly recommend it. And Natalie, Fire Nation loves audio for obvious reasons. And if they haven't already, they can get the audio version of Outwitting the Devil or The War of Art or anything that they'd like at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Natalie, you're a listener of Entrepreneur on Fire, so you knew this was coming. So I really need you to focus because this question <laughs> is a doozy. Oh, this is the best question. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. 
What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, so this is the best interview question ever, John. I will <laughs> definitely say that. <laughs> and as long as I have my experience and knowledge and a laptop, I know that I can create awesome content. So I would spend day one setting up a basic website for myself using a free WordPress theme. And then for the next four days, I would just like hibernate and be a content creating machine. (laughs) So I would start by writing out a list of all the questions that I think someone might have in my niche that I would be able to answer with my knowledge and experience. And I would record videos on my webcam that answer as many of those burning questions for people as I can, because I find that when you do that, you can then turn it into written content. You can turn that into an ebook, get it transcribed. Like there's so many things you can do when you just sit down and do like a, a brain dump in video or audio form. So I would put those videos then on YouTube. If we still have YouTube on the new planet, it's identical to earth. Absolutely. So YouTube is, is still there. And I'd also power through an ebook and PDF resource list for that website that I created. So at this point, Really, I'm not spending any money. My budget would just be $20 for buying my domain and hosting the website. And it would just be doing a brain dump of of all that knowledge and expertise that I have inside my head. Then with $80, I would rent a space for a couple hours close by to host a meetup event and print a postcard or business card that encourages people to go check out my site and download my free content. And I would do the event because I still think meeting people in person is so much more valuable than just connecting online. It's amazing that we have the online world to make all of these connections and to really grow our networks bigger than we've probably ever been able to grow them before. I mean, I connected with you, John, only because of being online. If I wasn't online, chances of me ever meeting you are very slim, but I would still love to meet you in person. And I still think it's so valuable to do that. So then with the remaining $400 that I have left, because I've been very low budget up to this point, (laughs) I would pour it all into paid advertising to connect with people as quickly as possible and build my network. And I mean, it's great to get Uh, guest posts on other blogs or get interviewed by people, but it's going to be hard to land free press in one week's time when I don't really know anyone on the planet yet. (laughs) I sure would try, but it may not be something I can do in seven days. So I would opt for paid advertising. I would advertise all the YouTube videos I created to people around where I'd be hosting my event, invite them to join me. I'd advertise on Facebook. I'd invest in search advertising, keep it really, really focused on people who have accessibility to that event I'm going to host, maybe even some more traditional advertising. And then that one in-person meeting will allow me to lay the foundation for building a whole empire, one step at a time. And, you know, for me, I just really wish I would have done paid advertising earlier on in my business in order to grow faster, even if it's just a little bit. And so that's why I I kept it focused on that. And I really think I could do a lot of damage in, in seven days and really start to build my empire back up on a brand new planet. Natalie, I know for a fact that you would do a ton of damage in seven days. You just (laughs) laid out all of the reasons why. Your passion is incredibly inspiring. I have so enjoyed hearing your journey and I'm really honored that you came on to share it with Fire Nation. So give us just one parting piece of guidance, then share with us the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. 
Oh, it's so sad to say goodbye. <laughs> um, this has been so great. If I could give you a one piece of guidance, I really want to go back to try doing a meditation or developing your own little practice. I think it's so powerful. And like I said, it can be done in as little as one minute a day. And just remember that you're exactly where you need to be. You're learning what you need to be learning and that there's a lot of magical things that can happen when you step into a zone of uncertainty. So I wish you all nothing but the best. And you can come and find me at shetakesontheworld.com, on YouTube at youtube.com slash shetakesontheworld, as well as facebook.com slash shetakesontheworld. And I'm on Twitter at Natalie McNeil. So I'd love to know what you got out of this interview. So feel free to contact me and reach out anytime. And John, thank you so, so much for having me. Natalie, it's us that needs to thank you. And Fire Nation is so aware. They can find the links to everything we've talked about at eofire.com. You are hanging out both in the archives under the podcast tab, or just type in the words Natalie in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. Natalie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Entrepreneurs, the best action we can take for our businesses is to grow our audiences. After that, anything is possible. Podcasting is an incredible way to grow your audience, establish authority, and an intimate connection with your listeners. What's holding you back? The technical skills? Well, no longer. Podcastersparadise.com changes all that. Podcasters Paradise is a community of podcasters exchanging ideas, an ever-growing library of incredible video tutorials for every stage in the podcaster's journey, and private webinars with today's top experts. What are you waiting for? The gate to podcastersparadise.com can be unlocked for one price. Come check us out today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 